What's up, guys? It's Mike and Mark again from LRM going over San Diego Comic-Con. Um, trailers that were released, we're going to focus this uh, podcast on going over the Arrow trailer, Season 5. Um, we know that last season wasn't really a big hit with a lot of the Arrow viewers and basically caused a lot of people to protest. And, you know, this year at San Diego Comic-Con, we had the panel basically saying, you know, we, we hear you, we understand that the storyline wasn't the best and maybe the finale wasn't the best, but everything's going to come full circle. I think that was the theme out of San Diego Comic-Con with the Arrow uh, panel and all the interviews was that everything was coming full circle. Um, they released the trailer that was released at San Diego Comic-Con, um, kind of previewing in season five, and we kind of get in the first 30 seconds to 45 seconds is kind of a recap of season four, um, we get the horrible end fight scene oh, with gosh. Malcolm or uh, with uh, Oliver and Damian Dark. Which uh, you mean the end of season two, oh uh, take two? Right? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna try to do this better. Um, we get the the death scene um, of Laurel. We get the the last little bit of what Laurel says to Oliver, and then there's that mysterious little whisper she gives them that supposedly you know we'll find out here at the beginning of season five. Um, this trailer focuses a lot on the new team that, you know, Oliver's got to go in a new direction. Basically at the end of season five, you know, Thea's gone, Diggle's gone, no more Laurel. The only person that's left from the uh, team is Felicity. And you hear in the trailer saying how Felicity believes that there should be a new team. And we get three new characters. Well, maybe not new. We get two new characters and then, um, we get Curtis, you know, wanting to join the team. Um, we have uh, you know, supposedly going to be Artemis and then Wild Dog, and then we still haven't found out who Curtis is going to play, um, if he's even going to be in a vigilante outfit and so forth. Um, you see glimpses of Thea, you see Diggle, so you know that they're in the show, but they're, they're not in action. Um, so what do you think, Mark? Yeah, I read an article the other day where it was talking about how, at least at the beginning, um, Oliver is trying to balance being a mayor and he's actually not doing a good job um, because he doesn't really, you know, have experience or anything and he ran Mm -hmm. unopposed. But um, so I think at the beginning I've heard like Thea is kind of taking over a lot of the stuff at night um, and that before she eventually leaves. Um, I don't know. I hope for the best I just I'm not sure about this new team I I hope they handle it well because my um complaint over the past season especially was that I felt like the focus wasn't on Oliver anymore it was I I felt like everybody and I've talked about before everybody's shared equal screen time rather than having like a support cast now, you know, if this cast truly does, like, support him, um, you know, I really I really want this season to be back about Oliver again. Yeah. And, and, and him growing as uh, the Green Arrow. Um, I am excited to see, it seems like the flashback scenes are um, his time in Russia. Now, the interesting thing, and I don't know if you just saw it, that's intriguing, is that... His time in Russia, he has long hair. But if you think about in 
season four's flashbacks. He when he's the, on the when he's back on the island. Yeah, he, the head, so either he grows his hair out, or, or he's taking some major Rogaine. Right, or something, or did it take place? But yeah, that's that's the part that I don't know. I just noticed that. But anyways, um, you know, I I I'm glad they seem to be going back to more of the realistic. Um, roots and away from the magic. I think that's a step in the right direction. Um, and, you know, I'm not opposed to him having a team, but I hope that the focus is, like I said, still on him uh, and isn't necessarily on, you know, everybody, every episode, and this is what the team is doing and this and that. Um, and still, kind of like you said, very little in there on the, the main villain. You know, very little. Yeah, another um, another trailer. You know, we we discussed the Flash already and stuff, but really not a focus, uh, which is different because the past two years you had uh, season um, three. I remember that trailer was okay. so focused on Ross. Oh, it, yeah. it was the Ross storyline. Mm-hmm. Then season four, it introduced Damian Dark, but you didn't know exactly who he was or what was the the mission behind it. So this one, yeah, it has really you see Tobias Church. And then you have the the mystery man at the very end. It looks like the the black archer almost. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. And you know, the one thing I love about this trailer, there's no Felicity Oliver relationship drama yeah. involved in it. I mean, to me, you know, don't get me wrong. You got to have a little love interest here and there, and we've discussed them over and over again. But uh, this show needs to go back to its roots mm-hmm. where it's really, like you said, it's about Oliver and his mission to save his city and not about a love story, not about anything else. So the fact that this trailer, you know, did I don't know if they meant to do it or, you know, try to get away from the love triangle, love story that Oliver had with Felicity is great. Um, I mean, even if you take it back to the actual comics, okay, Green Arrow, he's never really had uh, like these these teams per se right you know um and it always has been but has he had people who've helped him out absolutely you know has he helped people out absolutely and that's fine you know i mean obviously there was you know speedy and arsenal and and that but that was a a partner you know um and so like i said i i hope they handle it well um and like you said i'm not opposed to felicity being a part of the team as long as it's you know she's focused on the tech aspect and this and that um you know keep keep some of the other other stuff out of there let's focus it back on um actually back on oliver uh but i'm i'm excited to see you know what they've been talking about with church and this um aspect that you know the vigilante from season one created him right yeah um, I, that's that's a pretty cool concept to kind of bring it back full circle um, and you know, you and I were just talking about this a little bit ago, but I just, I feel like there is a larger villain outside of him, kind of like what they did in season two with, they had, you know, brother blood, um, Sebastian blood. Yeah. In the first and, half of season yeah, two. Yeah. And it seemed like he was the lead guy. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's Deathstroke. And, you know, maybe that's what this Archer is. Yeah, I ran it by you. I don't know. I think it would be really cool if, like, this is all going on and all of a sudden somehow that the real villain and the Archer, the guy that's had all this the whole time, is Tommy Merlin. Now, yeah, I, mean, I mean, with Flashpoint, Flashpoint happening yeah, and resetting the go. timeline, yep. Tommy lives, he becomes 
the mm-hmm. you know the the black archer or the dark archer and so forth that would be like could you imagine if they reset the timeline and then Tommy follows in the footsteps of his father yeah. and yeah. Malcolm it teaches was close Tommy there for a yeah bit, it know? was and that because I mean, they say everything comes full circle mm-hmm. now it, you know how much will Flashpoint have an effect on the Arrowverse who knows right. you know um, everything's gonna kind of come together but they say that you know the the main villain comes from the first episode and i've watched the first episode probably 20 times now um since it first came out and i i you know you have the welcome back party for oliver Mm -hmm. you know and um you have where he was going he you know the list of of people who had done the sitting wrong and so forth you know could be that um uh, what was the the guy's name that was married to Oliver's mom? Uh, well, um, Walter. Walter. Yeah, maybe it's Walter. Yeah, yeah, right. Kinda, I mean, he just kind of faded off in season he did, two. Yeah. yeah, he just kind of disappeared. You're exactly right. Yeah, you know, you know um, we kind of the the voice at the end, you know, could be you know trying to throw us off a little bit. It was a young man's voice, but it would definitely be cool if it was Tommy Merlin. You know, I would I would put money on that. <clears throat> you know, and I just think there there's a bunch of once again different ways you could go with that i think that could tie a lot of things together you know you throw obviously malcolm for a loop um and and really if you think about the dynamics between oliver and tommy from season one and even through flashbacks when they were younger like they've they were friends but there was always this weird kind of competition yeah And so maybe, you know, he knows this or he doesn't agree with what Oliver's doing with this, any of these things. You know, maybe he thinks that these things were brought on by all, all you know. Um, I just think that would be a cool way to go. I think what season four really lacked, um, aside from really strong plot, um, is kind of that, that surprise element that, that you've yeah. seen in the other seasons. You know, in season one, you had... Um, I mean, I thought at the, at the very end, you know, you didn't know that Malcolm Merlin was the Dark Archer. For no, a that while. was yep. And then not only that, but then when they had the I forget what it was, but the thing that was the earthquake, to make the earthquake machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I I could have sworn that Lance was gonna die, and he didn't. And it was Tommy, and Tom, I like yep. blew my mind. You know, I didn't even think about that, and it 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 was shocking. I remember even watching and being like, oh my gosh, like because I didn't expect it. You know, season two, same thing when um, uh, Slade Wilson um. The that, reveal of slaves, yeah, Slade Wilson. That, but then also, you know, because Sebastian Blood, and even the reveal of Sebastian Blood. Right. Because you didn't know who brought the blood. You know, you had these little surprises when um, uh, Slade killed um, Oliver's mom. I was just oh, like, oh yeah. my God. You know, there were these elements of surprise, and I'm not saying someone has to die, but there were like these little reveals that were like, oh, that's. Even that the beginning that. of season three when, mm-hmm. um, when Sarah dies. That was exactly. th- that took you by surprise because it was what like the second or third yeah. episode. All of a sudden, Sarah's gone. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. No, and you know, like that's what made the show great was that it was one of those you're, you you had to watch every episode yep. and make sure you didn't miss that aha moment. Yep. Every and, episode led to something. They let they left on cliffhangers, and you're just right. like, what is gonna happen? You know, you know there were a couple one offs, but yeah, they always left on little cliffhangers, and that's what I think brought people back, and then. I really felt kind of the turning point, honestly, started in season three at the mid-season finale when um, uh, Roz, uh, quote-unquote, stabbed, killed, you know, killed Oliver. Oliver. Because yeah. you knew 
that obviously Oliver was coming back. Right. That and was... so it wasn't really, I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> and then I think from there, there were no other really large surprises after that. And then season four was just kind of like, you know, it just. Yeah, season three, I think that's where a lot of people will point to is kind of that turning point was that the Roz element of it got strung out a lot longer than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because it took what three or four episodes for Oliver to finally come back to, yeah. to you know, yeah. to Star City, and then, then he joins the League of Assassins. That you know was trying to play as the oh my gosh Oliver's gone bad, but he really didn't, and everybody kind of knew that you know well, it's yeah like, because if he's gonna be the Green Arrow yeah like, he, and that is the whole arc of it is him going from being a vigilante to the Green Arrow, and. I will it was kind of predictable. Right. Um, I will say I was surprised in season four, the mid-season finale, when uh, they shot up the limo and Felicity was bleeding from her mouth. I, I, I was surprised because I didn't know where they were going to go with it. Yes and, and no, they, but... They didn't follow through very well, well with it. What though, killed season thing. five, I think, was the, the shot... Was it the first episode or... With the the funeral scene, or the like, you oh, see Oliver right. standing there and say, "I'm gonna kill him," and so mm-hmm. forth. And Barry shows up, and that's what killed us because everybody's like, "Oh, now the it was a guessing game. Who's gonna die?" And that didn't yeah. work. That doesn't work for this show. It works for other shows, but the, I think they did it too early too. Yeah, way too early. You know, you I mean, know? it's like if they, you know, if that was the mid season. And then it got leaked out. Yeah, who, you know, kinda, yeah. Laurel was the one who died. So then it ruined the whole surprise. Right. Where when Moira died, no one saw that coming. Ah, no I, one was well. expecting it. No, there was no need for like paparazzi's, you know, filming, mm. you know, trying to take pictures of the scenes. Like that was, to, I remember that was like the, the total shock. Oh, I, I was, yeah. I was like, what? I mean, I remember sitting there and, you know, I had a few choice words and my <laughs> wife in the other room was like, what's going on? I'm like, well, and I had to explain it. She's like, okay, but... Yeah, so, you know, I think, I will say this, I think it's headed in the right direction. Um, just like I said, a couple of the things I'm just not sure of, like I said, this new team. And I think the other thing that gets me is, what are they doing with, like, how many people know about Oliver? <laughs> like, you know, it kind Oh, of it seems like, like everybody knows yeah, the secret. And it's like, hey, come on it's in. It's the worst kept secret in Star Trek. Yeah, it's the Green Arrow. Right. And I, I mean, I know they're supposedly getting an. I mean, I think we're looking at it right now, but the new, like a new facility that's like two levels. But yeah, it's just kind of like, hey, want to come join the team? And it's like, oh my, oh my goodness. Like, it just, I feel like everybody knows about it. It's like the worst, like you said, the worst kept secret. Um, So, you know, that's. I don't know. Maybe I'm being nitpicky about that, but. um. Like I said, I, I'm just, I'm hoping they handle that right. Um, it, it has potential. I think I'm more excited for this than I was when I saw um, the trailer initially for season four. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, I, I'm intrigued by, you know, the villain. Like here you have another, you know, Archer. And some people may say, well, it's kind of like the Dark Archer from season one. Maybe that's on purpose, you know? Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, like, that's still more appealing to me than when like I first saw Damien Dark I'm like alright here's a guy in a suit yeah <laughs> okay you know what? Like, I that just, has magical power yeah like that's he carries an idol with him and he has magical power right like okay that's not you know I mean even in that final scene he's fighting in a suit and maybe that's why it lasts so quickly cause he you know not good uh, not good movement flexibility suit, right? yeah <laughs> 
I mean, a couple things I pick up from the trailer um, that I am looking forward to is kind of the end of the flashback scenes. Now that he's in Russia, um, seeing what that leads to, it seems like it's a you know Fight Club as type moments. You see Oliver, you know, with the long hair and so mm-hmm. forth, which. Must be taken Rogaine because when he left the island, he had short yeah. hair. And then he's in Russia in the Fight Club with the long hair. Right. Um, you know, I think that would be an interesting storyline. I think that would have been a better storyline to use for season four, maybe. Yep. Um, I agree. And then season five, have him back on the island one more time for a full season, and then finally getting saved. But it'll be interesting to see how he goes from being dropped off in Russia in the you know the KGB, um, you know. Um, wouldn't it be cool if they had KGB on there, but I doubt it with him being used in uh, Batman vs. Yeah, Superman. Right. Um, but that would be so cool if they had that in the flashback as KGB's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, part of that flashback storyline. Maybe even one of the members of whatever group he's in. You yeah, know, like, that uh, would be, be cool. Um, seeing how that plays out, because that's kind of been the, the five-year mystery. How in the world... Did Oliver end up back on the island with all these skill sets and coming in, you know, back to Star City being the vigilante was? Um, well, and something's going to have to happen, too. And, I mean, maybe we saw it in that little, when it's like, it seems like like a Russian fight club. But, you know, I know Amanda Waller got some of it out of him when, like, she taught him how to, like, torture people and this and that. But, like, when he came back and at the beginning of season one, he was, I mean, he was a jaded individual. Right, like, yeah. Like, he, I mean... So something's going to have to happen where, like, killing is, isn't is even, like, a second thought. Right. It just, it, it, it happens. Well, it looks like in the trailer he does, ha- it, yeah. it finally resorts to him having to kill because it looks like he's in a the, the Russian mob and fight yeah. club area and it's like, kill or be killed. If you want to live, you, you have to kill and it's going to turn into that mindset. And I hope that it doesn't span, like, this whole Russian back theme doesn't span the entire year. I mm-hmm. hope it's maybe you know, half the season, sure. and then the second half of the season, he's back on the island, mm-hmm. you know, getting, you know, honing his, his game up, ready to get back, you know, uh, to be saved and everything. Because um, didn't, I'm, I'm trying to think, I, so one of the Russian guys, when he first got off the island, one of the Russian guys got in the torpedo, right? Yeah, but he killed himself. And he killed himself. And did another one live, or did the other one die? I forget. No, I think he died. He died, I think, he did yeah. die, okay. I think when the whole Slade Wilson That's battle right. on the ship, every, That's right. there was no one left. Yeah. Um, oh, so. sorry. <coughs> um, I don't. I'm not sold on the whole team aspect again. Um, Speedy, maybe Wild Dog. I don't know. Um, he's not a household name in the DC universe. I, you know, I only remember picking up a couple comics, you know, and reading about you know Wild Dog and stuff. So. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, I what I hope they don't do is kind of what they did with, um, Kay Cassidy's uh, Black Canary, and just like all the like you know she's training, and then all of a sudden she's two like a episodes vigilante. later. She's, she's I'm right like there. you know it it made sense for people like Oliver or even this you know what they seems like like will happen with ch- uh, Church as a villain like he spent. That's the thing that I don't get. Supposedly you had this individual, a villain for season five, who has spent five years training. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yep. Five years intense training rather than, you know, you had someone who who trained with, um, what was a Wildcat, right? Yeah. Um, 
you know. I think it was Wildcat, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden is going to go out. and took I'm, boxing lessons. Yeah, boxing yeah. lessons. And then goes out and all of a sudden is a, a vigilante. Like, uh, that just, yeah. I don't know. There was I, a lot of things. To I team. don't want them to rush yeah. that aspect with this team. If, like, there's, you know, a couple episodes and someone is a, you know, a lookout or, uh, you know, uh, surveying the perimeter or something like that. Right. Sure. But I think one partner is enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that worked really well in the end of season two, season three, when you had Arsenal mm-hmm. uh, Diggle, you know, for the first season, second season. But then when it started becoming this Team Arrow uh, idea, you know, I don't know. Um, just didn't, you know, I, I love this show. Don't get me wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. I, will, I will watch every single episode yep. from the season and so forth. And I hope it goes past five seasons. I know that um, the, the original plan for the show was for five seasons and you know, after season two, it looked like it was going to stay around for a lot longer. But now with two mediocre seasons, who knows? Yeah, this is going to be a make or break Yeah, season. this is definitely going to be the make or break for Arrow um, to stay on. Uh, you know, and it's it's sad to see because this was the show that started it all. Yep. The, you know, the daddy of it all, of this universe. And now you've seen The Flash kind of take over as being the more popular show. Um, you know, Legend of Tomorrow is not there yet. Supergirl, I don't see overtaking Arrow, but... You know, it's the popularity of Arrow should have increased every single year, mm-hmm. and it just hasn't, which is sad because I think Stephen Amell is a great actor. Um, you know, he's a great guy and everything. So, hopefully, um, this goes in the right direction. But you know, it's all you know. This was a five-year plan, so let's see. You know, if the storyline comes through. Um, any other last things you picked up from the trailer? Uh, you know, I think, uh, just kind of not to beat it to death, but kind of like you said too, when when you talked about season two and having Arsenal as the partner and Diggle there to help, I thought that they actually did a good job in season two, like having Diggle and Arsenal help either in different ways or at different times. Right. Like they didn't just all bash in together. I mean, there was some of that obviously, but you know. I felt like once it got to Team Arrow, every episode had all of them doing everything together. Right. Rather than like, you know, maybe if, um, you know, Wild Dog, I, I don't know what skill set he will have, but maybe if he's better at something else, bring him on a mission. You know, or if, um, you know, Artemis is better at something else, bring her on a mission. Like, it doesn't have to be all of them all together, all the time, every single time. Um so, you know, hopefully, like I said, hopefully they'll they'll do it right. Um, and, I mean, the main thing is let's hope that it's about Oliver. Yeah. So let us know your comments, your thoughts. Um, tell us what you're looking forward to, Arrow, in Season 5 and moving forward. Um, you know, hopefully this is uh, a better year than the past two years. So um, keep, keep checking on us. We're going to have a, uh, more podcasts coming up, breaking down. The trailers for Legends of Tomorrow, Walking Dead, Supergirl, and much, much more. Okay.